Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Herd podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowherd on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, we got stuff percolating. Potential. Firing of coaches. All sorts of sports live in Los Angeles. It's the Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. One hour from now. Our NFL meat sandwich, 15 minutes with Greg Cosell. If you bet football, play fantasy football, want to get smarter at football, Greg Cosell, one hour from now, he's helped me win bets all year. J-Mac, there's stuff about Darvin Ham's getting a lot of heat. We'll get to that uh, within 15 minutes. Darvin Ham's in a little trouble with the Lakers, meaning mostly LeBron's not happy with Darvin Ham, so he's in trouble. Um, We're going to have, I've been told now, two firings on Monday minimum in the NFL for head coaches. Exciting, yeah, and um, and Travis Kelsey, the rock star, is calling all of us idiots. So he has J Mac. He has a podcast, very popular podcast. Jason and Travis Kelsey, and it drives Travis Kelsey crazy when us media guys talk about maybe Pittsburgh moving on from their head coach Mike Tomlin. The media is so dumb. Why are we? In, <laughs> why do we do the media? Well, I'm just, know, a bunch of just, jackasses. just a bunch of jackasses. <laughs> just a bunch of jackasses. Talking nonsense. One of the best coaches the NFL has ever even seen about to yeah. possibly get his 17th consecutive non-losing season. Two things can be true. Andy Reid is a great coach, but it was time for him to leave in Philadelphia. They won a Super Bowl years later after he left. Tom Landry is a legend. It was time for him to go. He won two Super Bowls, he left, and they won three after. Bill Belichick, six Super Bowls, about to get run out of New England. Phil Jackson won six titles with the Bulls, and his owner and GM said, this is your final year. Enough! He left and won five more with the Lakers. Two things can be true. Your team has plateaued. What you bring to the table, they no longer need. And your services would be great elsewhere. 
Nobody thinks Mike Tomlin's a lousy coach, but the NFL has pivoted to offense, and the Steelers have had a bottom 10 offense five straight years. However, what Mike Tomlin brings to the table, the ability to create toughness, high emotion, develop players, and a winning culture is needed all over this league. Chargers, Raiders, Washington. Look at all the job openings. You can argue Mike Tomlin fits with all of them. But you can also argue what he brings to the table, Pittsburgh has coming out of their eyes and don't, don't need it anymore. They need somebody to take that toughness, an offensive coach, and elevate the offense because they become a bad offense. You know, there's a saying in every industry. You may have said this to yourself. Have you ever been driving home from work or driving to work? You're on a vacation with your wife or husband, and you turn and you say, after a really good career at a place, I feel like I've topped out here. Yes, we've all said it. I said it in my previous job. I've topped out. I need something new. Change is not a death sentence. Or is it an indictment of your resume? Mike Tomlin will have arguments to get into the Hall of Fame. He is a tough alpha, builds a winning culture. But I, I could argue Ben Johnson to the Steelers would be perfect, and Tomlin to the Raiders or the Chargers, and Washington would be perfect. So great players get traded. Great coaches move on. Pat Riley for years has argued, you got about 10 years as a coach in one city, and then you become white noise, and then you just players tune you out. They don't want to hear it any longer. There is a big difference in any industry between maybe you plateaued and your skills aren't needed as much as they used to be here, and you failed. Tomlin hasn't failed. But what he provides, the Steelers have more than enough of. And what they need, he's not necessarily in the new NFL a perfect fit for. It's a quarterback coach league. It's an offensive coach quarterback league in most instances. Where a defensive coach still works is if you have a great quarterback. Looks like we have one in Houston. We've got one in Buffalo. We've got one in Baltimore. And do you know where they have one? L.A. with the Chargers. There is an argument he is the perfect coach. What they lack is toughness, consistency. Isn't, it exactly, isn't that exactly what the Chargers need? Everybody's talking Harbaugh. Everybody's talking Belichick. I could argue defensive coaches still work in this league if the quarterback is great. Buffalo, it looks like Houston, and the Chargers. Um, yeah, in the media, sometimes we can be idiots. Yeah, I, I admit that. So I'm going to throw this out to you. So uh, there's a story here today in The Athletic about um, the coaches that are in trouble. Atlanta, Carolina, Chargers, guys already gone, Patriots, Commanders. Then they talk about the coaches that hang in the balance, uh, Matt Eberflus, uh, Antonio Pierce, Dennis Allen, Saints, uh, Todd Bowles, Tampa. We talked about this yesterday. And then they have a separate category, wait until the playoffs. And they say Mike McCarthy. So we talked about this, I think, yesterday on the show. 
You can watch a really, really good movie. But if it's got a bad ending, you walk out of that theater and you're disappointed. I would say that is Mike McCarthy. So Mike McCarthy's winning percentage in his career is 62%. That's John Harbaugh's. His playoff record, 11 wins, 10 losses, 7 division titles, Super Bowl wins. Let's look at John Harbaugh. Oh, wait. They're virtually identical. Virtually identical. In fact, Mike even has a couple more division titles. It should be noted Mike McCarthy's had weird ownership situations. Green Bay doesn't have one, a negative, and Dallas has a semi-meddling one. Harbaugh's got arguably a top four to five owner in the league. Harbaugh has Lamar Jackson in his prime, had Joe Flacco, who was really good in his prime. Mike McCarthy had the most prickly quarterback in my lifetime, Aaron Rodgers, and a very, very good, not great quarterback in Dak Prescott. And yet Harbaugh, his record, and Mike McCarthy's record. We love Harbaugh. There's disdain for McCarthy. Same winning percentage. One has great ownership. One has non-meddling ownership. One has had two quarterback stars, Pro Bowl level, in their prime. I mean, Joe Flacco, Super Bowl MVP, Lamar Jackson, going to be a multiple MVP. And I'm not saying Aaron wasn't great, but if you look at what McCarthy's done, we don't like the way some of his big games end. Well, do we like the way Lamar's games end under Harbaugh? Not in the playoffs, we don't. Isn't it funny how we view John Harbaugh and how we view Mike McCarthy. Harbaugh's had the better ownership, which, I don't know, seems like about half of the entire ball game in this sport. Harbaugh, I'd argue, if you look at the numbers Lamar Jackson provides for his football team, they're dead even with Aaron Rodgers. Lamar Jackson's worth about 11 points a game. That's what Aaron was worth in his prime. Those are another galaxy numbers. I don't even know if Brady was worth 11 in New England. I don't think he was. So my takeaway is, but it's that clock management. It's that play calling. I've always pushed back on play calling. Very rarely do I think play calling decides games. Sark's getting beat up for play calling. Texas doesn't have the timeouts. They can't run the ball. They've got to throw it up. That's just the way it works. But it is interesting. McCarthy's a little bit like a great TV series, and you never really like the season finale. But it's good, and you keep coming back to it. But I think we beat up on him because, you know, it goes back to Peyton Manning's last year in Denver. He won a Super Bowl. He was awful in the regular season. But you remember the Super Bowl. Remember that Golden State-Cleveland NBA final where LeBron brings back the crown to Cleveland, how emotional it was? What a series. It was awful until Game 7. It was six, three games decided by 30-some points. It was an awful series with a great ending. So we think it's a great series. Peyton Manning's last year in Denver was awful with a great ending. McCarthy's been a very good B-plus aim on his coach. He's only just inches behind Andy Reid in winning percentage. <laughs> He's ahead of Pete Carroll. He's tied with John Harbaugh, and we hold them all penthouse level. McCarthy, we want evicted. So is McCarthy's rep... You coach for the Cowboys and Packers. Massive brands. 
Huge TV ratings. We love Baltimore. They don't have the brand of the Packers or the Cowboys. When you coach the Packers and the Cowboys, Fox puts your games on the afternoon. NBC puts them on Sunday night. ESPN puts them on Monday night. Leagues, conferences, networks battle for Cowboy Packer games. And Mike's the coach. And they've lost a lot of close games. So's Aaron. Just something to think about. Everybody, we're putting all these coaches that could get fired. And J-Mac said it yesterday, I believe. If McCarthy loses, let's say he does. Let's say he loses his second playoff game. I can't fire him. I can't fire him for that. If John Harbaugh loses his second with the MVP quarterback and clearly the best roster in the AFC, I can't fire John Harbaugh. Why can I fire McCarthy? If they both win a playoff game and lose the second, it's hard to win playoff games. Baltimore loses to Buffalo. Cowboys lose to the Niners. I can't fire McCarthy. You can't fire Harbaugh. But there's an absolute belief you should fire McCarthy if he loses a second playoff game. Got to win the first. I mean, both coaches are under heat to win the first, but it's interesting. If Harbaugh lost a second playoff game, we would not consider it a firing. McCarthy's in huge trouble. My question, should he be? Semi-meddling owner, no owner, B-plus quarterback, 62% winning percentage, Super Bowl, seven division titles, lines are perfectly up with John Harbaugh, who I love. I know, facts and data getting in the way of your convictions. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? No, it's not crazy at all, Colin. I mean, Harbaugh won a Super Bowl recently. Harbaugh's got a Super Bowl. It's the Baltimore Ravens. There's not a rich history of dominance for three, four, five decades. Dallas was when the it, premier time America's time out, time team. Out. Baltimore has been great. They've been really, for really good. For 20 years in a row. Right. Almost without a blip. Dallas hasn't been great for 20 years. The Garrett years, the Chan Gailey years. Exactly. They were amazing in the 90s, and Jerry's trying to recapture that magic. And if you can't get me there, you're out the door. In Baltimore, I mean, listen, I, I lived in that time area. Baltimore was bad? They're, they're, I mean, they have, they've had Joe Flacco, let's get him out of the building, Lamar comes up. Baltimore's one of the three best organizations in the league, arguably. Yeah, in the last 25 years, they have, what, two Super Bowl wins? Dallas has none? They don't even have a trip to the Super so Bowl? So that's my point. Yeah. Is that they're both big brands. Well, no. Harbaugh, no. And, and Dallas is a bigger brand, but Andy Reid and Harbaugh, you can contextualize both. You, we both think they're great. But Andy's offense, so we give him an edge. Mike McCarthy's offense has the exact same resume of John Harbaugh. And I would argue Harbaugh's had much better ownership and a much better on average front office. That's fair. By the way, Baltimore lands free agents. Green Bay does it. So McCarthy had no owner and they don't land free agents. Absolute disadvantage. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Metals. Baltimore gets free agents. They make huge trades. They're hyper aggressive. Players love playing there. Great ownership. The, 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 most of the time for Harbaugh, dysfunctional Cleveland and Cincinnati until recently. Who are the biggest brands in the AFC, team-wise? Pittsburgh Steelers, for sure. Number one, Dwarf Pittsburgh. Baltimore, right? Um, I, I, I think Lamar, I think the Raiders used to be. I think the Raiders have been dormant for 20 years. I think City the Steelers, Chiefs. again, Kansas City's always been a good brand. Mahomes absolutely right. elevates so it. So your argument, like Dallas is the number one brand in the sport, right? Well, most valued franchise, number one, their TV ratings, the stadium, everything. But my Jared. argument is... That just adds pressure to the coach. Doesn't make it easier. It's harder to coach Texas than Texas Tech. 
It is harder to coach Michigan than Michigan State, although you wouldn't know it by how the drama at Michigan State. <laughs> My point is, Mike McCarthy's had to coach no owner and no free agent Green Bay. No, there's pressure. And then he goes to Dallas with semi-meddling owner. These are hard jobs with a quarterback who's good, but never been as good as the, the public belief. Yeah. I think McCarthy's jobs have been hard. Yeah, definitely. Would you older that? Jerry, less realistic Jerry, uh, wealthier Jerry, no owner, no free agent Green Bay. If you told me today, I was a coach and could have five jobs in the NFL. Dallas is not one of them. Baltimore's absolutely one. I get Lamar. That owner, that front office, yeah. that roster, I wouldn't want Dallas and the pressure. The, the problem with Dallas is uh, who do you blame for the last two playoff losses? Close games. Um, mm -hmm. I believe both were at home. Um, and you're not going to blame the quarterback who's making the $40-plus million. Whoa, 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 whoa. You, you can blame the quarterback, but Josh oh, Allen sorry. gets nothing to blame. One of the playoff games was in San Francisco. Sorry. So San Francisco and the other one was at home. Both were to the Niners. Dallas lost both of them. Dak wasn't great. But I think McCarthy shoulders a lot of the blame for both of those postseason I'm, losses. And I'm arguing maybe he shoulders too much blame. I'm just trying to add perspective. We think Harbaugh's great and Mike's a stiff. That is not what the data proves. That is not what the data says. And I'd argue McCarthy's had a tougher ownership situation by far. So and I'm not... How yeah. about this? We're coaching a playoff game this weekend. I can tell you, you could pick any coach in the league between Harbaugh... And McCarthy, who you got? Who who you taking as a coach for the game? This playoff week, this week. Well, I think Harbaugh's unbelievable. There you go. But I don't think Mike's bad. I can't believe he's in an article getting run. They're putting him in with Arthur Smith. They're putting him <laughs> in with Dennis Allen, who's won thirty-seven percent of his games. And then right below, it's like Matt Eberflus, Mike McCarthy. What timeout? What? He can't be in the same article. You can't have him in the same article as that group. Remember yesterday, rhymes with phallus. Uh, people were laughing at that online. Um, I tried to tell you, this, this is coming. Um, and the athletic, I guess, watches the show and agrees with me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is crazy how, I mean, it, uh, there you go. All right, great parlay for you this weekend. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, new users. The code is heard. That's me, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. And that takes two minutes. All right, my parlay pick of the week. Via DraftKings Sportsbook. Texans at the Colt. Texans minus one. I think they're the better team, better quarterback. I'm going to take the Texans like I did last week to win straight out. Bears at the Packers. Green Bay minus three. I know Eber, Flus, and Justin Fields feel like they're playing for their job, but Green Bay's dominated the series. Better coach, better offense. I take the Packers to win about 27-20. Bills minus three at Miami. I like Buffalo. Dolphins, without Nick Chubb, no pass rush. Buffalo wins by a touchdown. Want to take the herd parlay? H-E-R-D parlay? Check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, code is herd when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, I'm going to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo Zero pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA, by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip, but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love, Mint, Straight, Wintergreen, Peach, even Blood Orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to BlackBuffaloZero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. You are now entering the No Bull Zone, sponsored by Credible Great Rates, None of the Bull. So there is a story this morning from Shams Sharanya and uh, Jovan Abuha, very good reporters, very respected guys at The Athletic. Uh, don't know Jovan, no Shams, they're both really good. So there's currently a deepening disconnect between Darvin Ham and the Lakers locker room, six sources with direct knowledge. That's some players. Um, and it, there's in question now Darvin Ham standing with the team. There's a kind of a disjointed nature between the team, the coach, the players, weird rotations. Uh, we've talked about this. Austin Reeves not getting the minutes. Uh, the starting lineups are odd. So I thought Darvin Ham had a great rookie year as a head coach, but LeBron uh, is demanding, is one of the smartest players ever, and if he doesn't like the coach, the coach gets heat. Uh, I would say this about Darvin Ham. Uh, and the Lakers. Even last year with old LeBron, this team was barely above 500 in the regular season. They were bad last year through 35 games, and they're bad this year. So any roster led by LeBron in year 21 and an inconsistent and brittle AD, at least offensively, you're not going to be a juggernaut in the regular season. Youth and depth is the key to regular seasons. Sacramento, Indiana, Oklahoma City, Orlando Magic. Lakers have an eight-man rotation. Last night, they didn't have a point guard, and they have a lot of overlapping players. Last night, by the way, in a semi-related story, the youth and depth of the Pacers once again 
beat old Milwaukee. Not the beer, the team. The Pacers' youth and depth. They had 59 points from their bench. <laughs> Indiana's a great regular season team. By the way, OKC's got depth. They keep beating the Denver Nuggets in the regular season. They're not beating them in May. They're not beating them in June. In the Western Conference Finals, an OKC could get there. Who you taking? I'm taking Denver. I'm taking the experience with an average bench. So, Indiana, Sacramento, Oklahoma City. These teams are built for the regular season. Plus, those teams haven't won anything, so they care more. This is an old team. AD's got the ring and the bag and the legacy. LeBron's got the rings, uh, the bags, and the legacies. All right, like this, this is not what they're built for. Now, and when LeBron is infrequently off, last night he had a bad game. He gets those. He couldn't hit a 3-0 for 6, 6 for 18 overall. So the Lakers were couldn't hit. Miami late in the game did hit. But I will tell you this. The Lakers are a sprinter, not a marathon runner. So they were very good in the one-and-done series, the in-tournament thing, where every game felt like it was crucial. That was like the playoffs in season. Right? It kind of had a March Madness feel. You had to win the games. They changed the court. Lakers were very good in that. I think they finished 7 8 no, something like that. And I think they'll be a very good playoff team. They got to the Western Conference Finals last year and were lousy at this point. So I, I, don't th I think they need to trade. I think they need more uh, athleticism on the wing. I'm not a Zach Levine fan, but I think he fits here. I could do something like that. But the Darvin Ham piece, which broke this morning, you know, this, is, this means LeBron's unhappy. And by the way, in the NFL, Tom Brady was unhappy with Belichick many times. Much harder to get a coach fired. When Tom had struggles with Bruce Arians, Bruce moved upstairs. So in the NFL, you don't have that kind of, you don't have that, that power. In the NBA, you do. And if LeBron's unhappy, the coach is in trouble. That's how I see it. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Heard on the news. This is the Herdline News. It's crazy. I, I just had to look this up. Colin, if I told you AD and LeBron were going to play in almost all the games, through 35 games yeah. or whatever, and they both were top 10 in player efficiency. Yeah. No other team has two guys in the top 10. Yeah. That's you why would think the Lakers were what? Top 5 in well, the West? Well, they won the in-season tournament. So when you gave them urgency, and I forget what their record was in the in-season tournament, though I'm very proud of the banner perfect. that hangs perfect, at Crypto. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was perfect. 708 and whatever it was. So when you gave them urgency, kind of a do-or-die feel, changed the court, got a win tonight, standing, they were great. And I think they'll be fine in the playoffs, though they wow. need a tweak on the roster. They, they got to get to the playoffs. But again, you don't want to be in the look at what season. Indiana's doing in the regular season. Look at what Orlando's doing. Look at what OKC's doing. Youth in depth. Indiana's bench was great last year. It's insane. Your bench scoring 60? It, it, we're in a weird year in the NBA, and I don't want to go too deep into this, but if you look at the teams who have historically great players, Steph Curry's Warriors are 11th. LeBron's Lakers are 10th. Well, they're old. KD's Suns are 9th. Yeah. Is this the beginning of the changing of the guard? Well, I think we talked about like, this. It's a little scary for well, the NBA. I No, I don't. You know, well, it's funny. Why. It may not be great for ratings, right? Because it's they got to get that TV deal done, Colin. Well, quick. It may not be great for ratings because Jokic and Jan, international players, aren't as popular often as our domestic stars. Whatever. MJ, Kobe, Magic, Bird, Dr. J, whatever. But I will say this. I think you are seeing it, and we've seen it for three years now. The best players in the league are international. Yeah. They're not our domestic players. So, I mean, we've talked about this. You take Jokic 1, Luka 2, Giannis 3, Embiid 4. Never before in my life did I think that. I, would, I, I wouldn't I would have Tatum in the first four. Now, you do have SGA. Yeah. 
is is great, and you, you do walk have into this and studio, and no, half the people here would not know who SGA is. He's a really awesome player, but like nobody knows who he is. He plays in OKC. It's going to take yeah. him a while. It does. It's not necessarily good for the growth of the league. No, but I will say, international players make the quality of the game. The, the players have never been yeah. better. It, that, yeah, that's the weird part. Like this, this NBA is better than it's ever Your been. Your centers ever. can shoot threes. Don't tell me the Patrick Ewing, Michael oh, Jordan era was better than this. Nets had close. nobody that could shoot a jumper consistently. <laughs> this is a way, way better league. Anyway, let's get to the stories. Colin, first up is the Niners, number one seed, locked up. Kyle Shanahan confirmed not only is he resting some players, but he does not plan on playing Brock Purdy. And uh, that's the that's not the only healthy starter who will be resting. You know, you work hard to get a, a, a off week in this league. Uh, I think off week helps a lot of people, especially if you handle it the right way and stuff. And just this time of year, uh, it allows guys to get a little fresher and stuff, which what you don't want is two off weeks. Um, no one gets two bye weeks, and we earned ours next week. We just didn't know we were going to do it already. Um, so we got to make sure we get something out of this week. I don't think it's good for anybody to take two weeks off. It's really funny how we all think. I've talked to friends about this. They're like, my team needs a buy. Like, I'll give you an example. Seattle is a young team. They don't need a buy. You want Seattle to keep playing. No. San Francisco in key spots is an old team. Yeah. Philadelphia in key spots, old team. Well, I want them to have a week off. This Niners thing, I, I think there's some, uh, is the right word, obfuscation going on what, here? Kyle, what do you mean? Kyle Shanahan is saying, hey, hey, nobody gets two weeks off. Bro, there's no way Trent Williams is playing this week. And maybe it's a series or two. But you're not leaving Trent. You're not leaving Debo. You don't want something bad to happen. And you mentioned the Eagles. Colin, um, I, I believe that game is in New York on that crappy turf, right? Where a lot of guys have gotten injured. Eagles are already, like, leaking oil. I wonder if the Eagles say, you know what? Dallas is a two-touchdown favorite. We're not winning the division. Let's just pull our guys at halftime that, or before that. Well, it, it, there, you, what, what, there's no, no, no what, what, What's interesting is um, your point about the turf is fascinating. I've heard this within the Rams. Cooper Cup struggles if he plays back-to-back -back games on bad turf. For instance, Cooper Cup was just in New York. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So... With the Rams situation, it, it's interesting. Cooper Cup has been talked about. Like he, he definitely can struggle um, on back-to-back -back weeks on harder surfaces. And so your point with Philadelphia is a fascinating one. That Philadelphia just says, "Listen, we got old dudes. This that, turf is a harder outcome for our guys physically." I that, that's interesting. I don't get a lot of the lines this week, but the Giants. <laughs> I did bet the Giants this morning. Like, I think there's a good chance the Eagles just pull their guys in. They see Dallas up 21-3, and they're like, we're not getting number one. We're not getting the number two seed. It's out of reach. By the way, <clears throat> took the G-men last week, much to the chagrin yes, of you. I was wrong. I was wrong. Tyrod Taylor, <laughs> your guy. I like him. All right, let's move on to the Bills and Dolphins, the big Sunday night game for the AFC East title. Josh Allen, Colin, he, he has dominated. owned the Dolphins. I mean, yeah, yeah you pointed that out, and um, he's not relying on the pass to help him win this game. I think every game's different. You know, each game's got a specific flow, and um, again, just just trying with football games, uh, no matter what it takes. And uh, I've played I've played well against them um, in the past, but it doesn't mean I'm going to play well against them this week unless I you know prepare well and, and work hard in practice and get on the same page as the receivers and you know the five guys up front do their job and the receivers catch the ball. So it takes everybody to do that. So. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're looking forward to having a good week of practice and putting our best foot forward. So this is really... Uh, this is the best Miami, game of the weekend. But I, 
how injured is Miami? Their top two pass rushers are down, right? Xavier well, and Howard carted off. Like, yeah, I mean, Jalen no Waddle, do you force him to play this week? And I, I know Miami could win the division. But I, also, Tyreek Hill had a major fire in his house, so he's yeah, going to be. By the way, did you see him in the street with a walking boot on? Like, yeah, no, no. I mean, so, I didn't know. It was, no, no, he got banged fun. up at the end of that game, so he's banged up. Plus, if your house burned down, yeah, you like you're not, you're going to be distracted. I, I would never suggest Miami's punting this game. Right? I wouldn't, but I think it's a bad, bad spot for them. Injuries. The and by the way, the Tyreek injury compounded with that. Yeah. That was the lead story in Miami yesterday. So here's the thing: they would, let's say they lose this. Buffalo goes to the two. Miami would uh, could possibly fall behind Cleveland into the sixth spot. Setting up what? a Tyreek Hill revenge game against the Chiefs. Oh, that'd be so good. Of the oh, that'd be great. So then maybe Miami's healthier. Obviously, no chance. Oh, I, I, I want that. Into my veins. Kansas City and Miami. If Miami loses, now I don't know what the tiebreaker is between they're, they're, Cleveland they're, and Miami. But that is it. That would be an awesome game. To, uh, like, honestly, How about that? I'm not afraid of Kansas City if I'm Miami. I'm just not afraid of them. Well, you know, I think it's a good game. Miami, Kansas The NFL's getting lucky. Detroit and the Rams... Stafford back to face Goff. And then you get Mahomes against Tyree. Don't rule out Packers, Cowboys. I'm just saying. Wow. McCarthy versus Oti. All the good ones will be on Fox. <laughs> All right, final story. <laughs> Denver Broncos. Oh, boy, this is ugly. They, they, they don't know what to do yet with Russell Wilson. They've got three options. Um, but one thing they may not be able to do is trade. According to ESPN's Jeremy Fowler, Russ likely won't do Denver any favors, which could include waiving his no-trade clause to help the team financially. Well, should he do him favors? Well, I mean, I don't think they're going to try to send him to Siberia, right? I mean, they, they, no, I have a question. Send him to a I don't team. know. I'm going to ask a question. He used to have a no. He used to have a veto clause. Yeah, he was yeah. one of five guys in the league. Does he still have it? He has the no trade clause. Okay, so, so that's a he. You can't send him to Siberia. By the way, if uh, who do you think? Uh, what? 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 Uh, what? Do you think Sean Payton leaked this story to Fowler to get the GM out of there in Denver? <laughs> hey, no, nobody wants. Russ isn't gonna wave it. Nobody wants him. This isn't my fault. Blame the GM who gave him a no trade clause. Well, it's Sean's organization. So whether or not, and I have no idea if he's. Why did we give him a no trade clause? He's thirty, whatever, thirty four years old. What, what are we doing? That was stupid. I don't want this guy making decisions. That's what, I so mean, if, if you have a no-trade clause, it doesn't necessarily, I believe, mean you get it in your next... I mean, you can. that's negotiable. Uh, not he, at this point. Russ, no, Russell had it in Seattle at the end. He has one now in Denver. I See, Denver made a mistake. I would not yes. have given him a no-trade clause. GM that's a, a big mistake. mistake. Yeah, that's and a, so if Peyton's saying... If I'm giving you the big money, Russ, I'm not giving you that. So it, it, my read from this is they're probably going to have to cut him if there are no-takers. And then it's like the historical dead cap money. But again, I'll go back to I'll say it again. If Denver loses this weekend, they're going to be around 14 or 15. That is not. You are very close to get Bo Nix. And Bo Nix has a lot of Drew Brees in it. I, I like how you're talking yourself in a Bo Nix. No, I'm not. I'm not talking. Best quarterback in the draft. Come on down. Well, Lamar was like the fourth in his class, okay, right? Right. Fair, fair enough. Okay, so I'm. I'm just telling you. That's fair. Was it? Was he somebody? In, what, Lamar was he the fifth best second. quarterback? Yeah. Fifth taken. Fifth taken. Lamar and he's the star. So my my take is, Bo Nix to that Denver roster. By the way, they got the. Lil Jordan receiver. They got Lil Mims. Jordan they got Humphrey. Another Peyton holdover from the Saints. Yeah, day. but he can play. And yeah. then they got Mims. Then they got Sutton. Then they got Judy. Bo Nix and Peyton. That is not a bad first team. Okay. All right. If you say so. Oh, is this maybe, tape? Maybe Ryan, is this segment tape? <laughs>
It's send, not. No. Send it to Sean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Now, I know I've turned your brain into a pretzel with all this McCarthy Harbaugh stuff. But some thoughts on Michigan. J.J. McCarthy saying, yeah, it ain't the cheating. We did things the right way. And I'll tell you why he's right, and the data proves it coming up. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes, and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, I'm going to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo Zero pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip, but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love, Mint, Straight, Wintergreen, Peach, even Blood Orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, 
Head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. I just learned something about James Jones. So in our company, James <laughs> is the most well-built guy. You and Greg Appreciate Jennings, but you're bigger it. than Greg. Appreciate it. And I said, so we so J Mac goes during the break. James Jones, Super Bowl champ, former mm-hmm. Packer wide receiver, Fox broadcaster, and J Mac's like you must eat great. Mm-hmm. And you said, <laughs> I said in the bed last night. I ate two bagels. Right at midnight, I'm just two bagels watching some old basketball. You're a bad eater. I'm a bad eater. And I used to always tell our trainers in Green Bay, they used to be like, you got to eat this, drink this shake after practice, eat this before you take off on the plane, all that. And I'm like, the dudes that's doing that got pulled hamstrings. They hurt. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna eat this Twix. And his Snickers because if a 300 pounder land on me the right way, I'm hurt. ACL gone, ankle gone, I'm hurt. So a banana's, a banana's not going to save me from the 300 pounder <laughs> falling on me. So I'm going to pass on the banana and I'm going to grab me some of these bags of chips or something. <laughs> Genetics, been good to you. <laughs> They've been good. That's great. Um, so I got to own this. I don't think Jordan Love and the Packers, they're too young to go on the road and mm. beat a Dallas. But I will admit. Mm. I didn't like him in October at all. But he wasn't playing with this confidence in October. I don't know what flipped. Yeah. He plays now like he feels like he's Mahomes. Yeah. Like if you I and we both watched in October. Mm-hmm. The play calling was cautious. Yep. He was caught what happened? Yeah. And I think that's exactly what happened cuz I came on this show and I told you he got to stop. LaFleur got to stop being plain Jane. He has to let this quarterback know. If you're trying to figure out if this is the quarterback of the future for the Green Bay Packers early in the year, he was plain Jane. He was cautious. He was trying to, to help him, save him, whatever it may be, whatever you want to call it. And he wasn't calling the game the right way. Jordan Love is a really good football player, sees the game extremely well. Good arm. A really good arm. Like, he can play the game at a high level. And that confidence is coming because Coach LaFleur said, you know what, young fella? Ball is in your hand. Your running back room been up and down hurt. You know, receiver room been up and down hurt. But the ball is in your hand, and the way he has been calling the game, the last two games, I mean, the Detroit game, he came out with a big shot play. You know, last week he came out with a shot play, and then this week against the Minnesota Vikings, he comes out with another shot play. So that lets me know that he's extremely confident in Jordan Love, but Jordan Love has earned that the way he has played football and the way he has thrown this football. And it's fun to watch right now. The Packers, to me, got their quarterback of the future yeah. for a while. Jordan Love is Think going to that. be that guy under center. How many franchises in the history of the league? I'm so crazy. Have gone far Rodgers and a third. I, and I'm I'm San Francisco's had a lot of good quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've done three in a row. Yeah. But they did Montana to Young. Yeah. And I don't know who's after, I forget. But that's hard. Now the Cowboys went <clears throat> Staubach. Were Danny White somewhere in there? Mm-hmm. And Danny then White. Danny White. Then there was a couple of misses. And then Troy. When was Was Troy it was Staubach? Danny White, couple misses, Troy, Troy. and then a Romo. miss maybe, and then Romo. Romo, then Dak. Yeah, but the Cowboys yeah, done pretty good with it. That ain't bad. Yeah, now, I'm sure I've, I've yeah. fill in the gaps. But, I mean, the Niners, since I was a kid, they had John Brody when mm-hmm. I was a kid, and then they had, you know, Montana. Yeah, Montana Young. Montana back Young. Back. Then eventually Alex Smith Alex came Smith. around. Kaepernick for a while was Kaepernick pretty good. Kaepernick played well. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Garcia was pretty Jeff good. Jeff was there, San Jose State Ca- stand-ups. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, yeah. Miami, Marino to Tua. It's a lot of lean years. Yes, it, it is. is. hard Hoo-wee. to find. So let me ask you about this. We talk about the rest versus rust. Mm-hmm. So I would rest Christian McCaffrey for two weeks. Yeah. Running backs are different. Mm-hmm. They just 
get old. No doubt. But I'm not a huge fan mm-hmm. of two weeks rest. Me neither. Me neither. Go back to your career. I absolutely hate it. And to me, if you're not a true veteran, like McCaffrey's a true veteran. He knows how to prepare himself. He knows how to get ready to play. Brock Purdy, he's not a true veteran in the National Football League. So for me, watching the way he played against the Baltimore Ravens, then you bounce back, you have a good game against the Commanders. But I don't want him sitting for two weeks. In this football game, I would love to see him get 10, 15 plays a series, jump out there and play. So now you got a decent week off, and you're going to get ready for whoever you play. I've never been a fan of sitting out two weeks, especially when you're playing good football. He just came off of playing a solid football game. Now you're not going to step on the football field for another two weeks. I absolutely hate it. To be honest with you, Mike McCarthy had a rule – in Green Bay to where if you weren't two years plus, if you didn't practice, you're not going to play, you know, because you have not shown me that you cannot practice and go out here and, and play at a really high level and help our team win. I might dress you just in case somebody gets hurt or something, but if you're a young player and don't show me in practice, you're ready to go, you're not going to play. Charles Woodson? You can sit on the training table, watch film, come out here, win defensive player of the year. I know you know how to prepare yourself. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, that is what Charles Wilson did his deep, when he won defensive player of the year in Green Bay. I would come in there as a really young player. He's sitting on a training table. They rubbing his foot. He looking at an iPad, and he come out there calling all Peyton Manning's plays out, calling all everybody's plays out, picking stuff off, tackling, balling at a high level. And I said, that's what Coach Mike means. Because as a rookie, I would, <laughs> a young player, I wouldn't do that. I need to be out here practicing. So I would love to see him play. I hate taking the two weeks off. Yeah, I mean, Green Bay is a super young team. I want those guys mm-hmm. out there. I, I, Christian McCaffrey, Trent Williams, been around no the doubt. block, know what they're doing. You know, we were talking about McCarthy earlier. He's got the same winning percentage as John Harbaugh. Mm. I can argue Harbaugh has had better ownership. Yeah. He's had no owner mm-hmm. and then a semi-meddling owner. Yeah. He's had Harbaugh's had Lamar, who's the best player on the planet, mm-hmm. often on Sundays, and Flacco in his prime was the yeah, dude. Yeah, play the game. So I, I'm saying we, we're lumping McCarthy in with all these guys that get fired Monday if he doesn't <laughs> win a playoff game. And my takeaway is we would not, if Mike wins a playoff game and Harbaugh wins a playoff game and they both lose their second. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are get rid of Mike, and I'm like, mm-hmm. his winning percentage is an inch below Andy Reid's yeah. with a franchise with no owner yeah. and then Jerry Jones. Yeah. There's got to be something. Why do you think there's so many anti-Mike guys? You know, I wish I had the answer for that because I fight for Mike every day, any day, all day. I mean, this 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 show is, what, three hours? It would have yeah. to be five, six hours because, you know, I'm going to arrive for Mike. But I'm with you on that. I hear guys talk about the Harbaugh's. I hear guys talk about the Andy Reid's. I hear guys talk about the the uh, John, John Fox, the Sean Payton's over there, you know, who won one Super Bowl with Drew Brees. And every single time it comes to Mike McCarthy, it's always something else but Mike like, you get that from everybody. They're winning, but it's not Mike. But when they're losing, it's Mike. You know like what I'm going to give you this. I'm going to throw this out. So we both would acknowledge the Cowboys are the biggest brand in the world. For mm-hmm. Manchester United of our yeah. league. Okay. Name the player in the history of the league that is far better than anybody will acknowledge. A quarterback. And I'll argue it's Tony Romo. Mm. Wow. Tony could spin Tony it. Tony could spin Tony it. Tony was a great player. Man. No, I mean he was great. Talk about it. Talk about so, it. So um I think I think he's a better I think he's a better runner and a thrower than Dak, and Dak's gonna be a right? One hundred percent agree. Okay, so I'm Romo. No. Nope. Romo mm-hmm. and McCarthy 
are better than their public image. Why? Because both played for the Cowboys, mm -hmm. and both had a handful, not yeah. a lot, of fourth-quarter picks, mm -hmm. fourth-quarter clock issues. Mm -hmm. And when you coach Duke, yeah. manage the Yankees. Mm -hmm. So Romo got beat up for years. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and then if you go back and look at Tony Romo's, it's crazy, James. Mm -hmm. His fourth-quarter passer rating, at one point it was second-highest in the history of the sport. That's crazy. If you make that pick for the Jags, nobody mm -hmm. sees it. Yep. So my knock on, so what I'm saying, Romo's McCarthy, <clears throat> we just see the meltdowns. Yeah. And about once a year, maybe twice, mm -hmm. Mike butchers the clock. Yeah. And about, it was about once a year, yeah. twice, Romo throws a fourth quarter pick. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. But not only that, for me, we're talking about Mike with the Cowboys. Mike came to the Green Bay Packers organization to where they were not good. That's why the coach got fired. Mike comes in there. It's winning season after winning season after winning season after winning season. I deliver a Super Bowl. I have a Mike McCarthy way, a street named after me in Green Bay. He changed around the program and organization in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and won a Super Bowl and should have went back to another one if we can recover an onside kick. But with all that being said, that's gone. He gets let go from there. Goes to the Dallas Cowboys, and it's 12 wins. It's 12 wins. It's 12 wins. <laughs> and I'm in the playoffs. I win a playoff game last year. Like, everywhere Mike has gone, Mike has changed around the organization. That's crazy. Even, like, even when you look at this roster and the way they're playing football, the way Dak is playing football, that is all Mike McCarthy. That's why he said, you know what, Kellen Moore, you are doing a great job. But I know how I want my quarterback to play and Dak Prescott to play. And Dak Prescott was... The runner, the leader for MVP voting, the way he's playing football, and he's still playing football at a high level. Mike is such a great coach, and I understand it's certain situations and all that that people may come to. Hey, and Andy Reid got and crushed about well, clock management. There's a lot of coaches like that, you know, but for me, it just it strikes me to my core because when the Cowboys are doing great, it ain't Mike. So look at this. My, my staff, thank you to the guys <laughs> in the back. Tony Romo has a 102.7 fourth quarter passer rating. Mm -hmm. Second highest in league history. That's higher crazy. than Brady. That's crazy. Second highest. And when you say Tony Romo fourth mm -hmm. quarter, yeah. oh my God, yeah, he yeah. gagged. Mm -hmm. Second best quarterback league history fourth quarter. Yeah. So it's like when you're part of these, like if I have to hear how Aaron Boone doesn't know what he's doing as a Yankees manager, if he's with the Marlins, nobody watches the games. True. And so it's just the yeah. reality of taking right. the big, the corner office comes with a lot of no pressure. No doubt about it. All right, you're on speak today. Mm -hmm. um, let me think here. Mm, I'm not going to ask you that. No, I asked <laughs> you that. Um, one more question. You're the Chargers. Mm -hmm. Harbaugh, Tomlin, Belichick. You're the GM. Harbaugh, Tomlin, Belichick. Give me Harbaugh. Give me Harbaugh. I've seen Harbaugh take Alex Smith to a really good quarterback, Pro Bowl quarterback. I've seen Harbaugh take Cap to a Kaepernick Super to a Super Bowl, really good quarterback. You get Harbaugh with Justin Herbert, look out. And he's another one in my book that's just like Mike McCarthy. Wherever he goes, I go to Stanford, never had a 12-win season. Boom. Fourth season, here go 12 wins, right? I go to, the, to, to Michigan, three Big Ten championships, right? I'm in the national championship. I go to the San Francisco 49ers, eight losing seasons, 11 wins, 11 wins, 11-plus 11 wins, three straight seasons in a row. Everywhere he goes and everywhere he touches it, the organization, the program is turned around and his players play at a high level. You know, it's funny. I, somebody once told me this. Successful people 
know how hard success is. Mm -hmm. Not only achieving it, but maintaining it. No doubt. A lot of the Harbaugh critics mm -hmm. are not successful people. I know three coaches that have been on his staff yeah. uh, over the course of the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. All successful people. Yeah. They're like, he is uh, the most obsessed football person. Mm -hmm. Mangini's one of them. Yeah. They're like, it, it, they don't do it like anybody else. Mm -hmm. He's like, it is so repetitive. Yeah. Everything about Jim is live in the moment. Mm -hmm. Every practice feels like a playoff practice. And it bleeds over to yeah. the intensity. You know, they have they're, they, 130 programs, third fewest penalties. They yeah. never commit penalties. Yeah, yeah. well like, coached. Well, well coached. coached team. And I, I mean, I know Andrew Luck is good. I know Andrew Luck was dominant hey, in the pros. Yeah, you but win Justin, 12 at Stanford. But Justin Herbert will probably be the best quarterback that he's coached. When you just talk about strictly ability. He's got to be the best one that he's coaching. You coming over there with a really good quarterback. We know he's going to have the defense. Good left at tackle and an edge. Yep. Keenan Allen. Yep. Mike Williams coming back. You got the young rookie. It's a lot of weapons over there. So I would love to see Harbaugh go over there because with my two eyes, everywhere he's been, I see him changing around. Yeah. Uh, Super Bowl champ, former Packer, now at Fox Sports, James Jones. Great stuff, buddy. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.